lasagna, nachos, mac and cheese? What's the common denominator? They're all vegan. Today we chat with a local chef and vegan restaurant owner. Stay tuned. More Thoughts Unfiltered is a podcast with real conversations and real people. Brought to you by the Moors with your hosts, Davion and Leilani. Follow them on Instagram at More Thoughts Unfiltered. And to keep up with the latest on the Moors, check out their website, morethoughtsunfiltered.com. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Welcome to another episode. Of course, you know who I am. I'm your host, Davion. I have the one, the only, the beautiful, a.k.a. my best friend, a.k.a. my wife, Leilani in the building. Hi, guys. So today, though, we have a very special guest. A lot of you guys here in the community know her. If you guys are on this plant-based diet, even if you're not, you guys definitely would want to know who this lady is. We have the one, the only chef stacy in the building hey you all how are you how Thank you, you doing so- today i'm doing amazing amazing despite everything um Dude. and i just <laughs> want to tell you all that i'm on instagram um live i never really do this so all of those who have joined on instagram thank you so much for joining um i am you all aren't going to be able to hear the questions you'll just be able to hear my answers um but i'll try to do some repeating and not make it too you know drawn out too no you're so okay they'll, yes, yes. they'll be able to follow along and they will be able to, to say <laughs> they will be able to definitely um check us out when the episode drops on all major Absolutely. platforms and i actually um just uh did, did you all is at more thoughts unfiltered right yes yeah, yes awesome awesome thank you cool. but thank you for joining us today <laughs> thank you for having me honestly this is a great time to talk you know, it is ready to have oh, a yes. conversation so <laughs> and we're talking about cannabis we're talking about Entrepreneurship. Um, entrepreneurship we're talking about family values we're talking about all these things that are so important and dear to me so thank you for having me on no it's a pleasure having you thank you for joining us and you actually brought a very special guest with us today also with us he's not here in the podcast studio with us but he's actually in the living room watching tv you brought your son zion with I you did bring my son zion with me I, he goes with me a lot of places because i'm an entrepreneur and a mom who's currently single at the moment so you know he goes with me everywhere (laughs) (laughs) how do you balance that it's crazy i mean my mom is there honestly so i depend on her a lot but recently she took a three week well not she was working for three weeks in arizona she was actually cooking for a rapper which was oh that's so yeah my mom is like a g though she she knows how to cook and so um she was there for three weeks because he had like some kidney failure something thing going on and um i had him for three weeks straight like without her and that was such an adjustment um just running the business running the businesses because in the interim of her being away we also acquired a food truck and that happened like in a matter of like five days i went from not having a food truck to having the keys in my hand and like i was like what just happened (laughs) shout out to the food truck by the way we were out there on first friday yeah yeah thank you all you all for coming and supporting yeah that shout out to lv.net marty misrahi over there um lasvegas.net cafe because we did an amazing partnership and um they you know we we're we're moving forward and let's give a round of applause real quick yeah (laughs) (laughs) a round of applause please yeah (laughs) So yeah, it was amazing. So, um, how do you balance it all? You just, you know, I do med- I meditate. I um, do uh, 
I don't want to say, in, what's the word that I want to use? I use cannabis as, as medicine mm-hmm. and to, you know, kind of keep me focused. And uh, I eat properly. I exercise when I can. <laughs> I'm doing better with that. I like how you and, said when yeah. I can. Right. No, I, I think I, we're in that same boat. Like, right. I, I used to not be like that. I used to exercise all the time. But I just am, like, learning balance now because I have a lot more on my plate. Um, the team, my team is bigger, um, you know, and as the visionary, I just have to, to stay focused so and I have a son like I said so it's a lot of balance it's a lot of saying no it's a lot of setting boundaries um I've had to set a lot of boundaries lately with people like this does not fit my lifestyle but this does and this is fair for me because um people sometimes will just let you, let them they'll just do whatever they want I'm like look I am disposal like that right <laughs> like yeah so I've just had to um really balance um and come into myself and really figure out what it is that I want from my life and right. and put that first and so that's how it's been good you know and my son and I'm genuinely a happy person too so I can tell yes, yeah I am I'm genuinely, I can tell and you're... I and I really try to maintain that so my son it just rubs off on him like people see him they're like oh he's just the best kid and I'm like well his mom's happy so he's going to be happy <laughs> he doesn't really worry about stuff like you know and it's an energy it, it is an energy yeah that's how it mm-hmm. should be you know these these kids nowadays have all the stresses that parents have and we're right. they're not realizing that the stress that you're going through you're feeding it to them because that's the what kids. they see and mm-hmm. that's what they're feeling and if you're like oh my goodness we got to do this and got to do that they're gonna be like oh my goodness we got to do this we got to do that and they don't get to be four or five years old you right. know and just being in kindergarten just going coloring right exactly i love yes. how you are like when we came into the house we we're trying to pick something for him to watch i love how you were very stern with him like in a very positive way like i'm gonna give you options mm-hmm. give you like it was cool to see Thank him you. respond in that way and to see you respond in that way because nowadays you don't see that that interaction between you know parents and children mm-hmm. normally it's Here's your iPad. Yeah, here's your iPad. iPad, Do what you want to do. It's like, you know, I'm going to make sure he's set. I'm going to make sure he's succeeding in Mm -hmm. whatever this is that we're about to do right now. So that's cool. Exactly. Yeah. um, Thank you for that. Um, I give Zion options um, and I give him options that I set. So even at home, like we don't have regular TV. We only have the fire stick. So um, his options are limited as to what he can watch but i screen everything first because everything is out there and he's five you know so i have to make sure that and there's a lot of negativity out there Mm -hmm. and he even gets it sometimes sometimes he comes home and he says stuff and i'm like where did you get that from (laughs) you didn't get that from here (laughs) you know so um but it's not that i can screen him i shield him from everything but there's a lot of good content out there for kids as well you know and so i just steer him towards the good content like you know just like a radio station i just you just choose what station you want to listen to yeah. So even with with choosing programs for myself, you know, I, I'm very cautious and um, I make j- deliberate decisions about what I allow into my my mind and my space and what I watch. And so the same with him. So he's growing up to be you know, quite an amazing child. He's going to be an amazing result, young yeah, man when he gets older. I can tell. He's already know what he wants. He's like, right. yes, I know. I want to watch this. It's like, right. damn, he's not, okay. Right. He's, not even in, he's not even in kindergarten. He's in pre-K. See, he's very advanced, it seems mm-hmm. like. Like, he's five years old? He's five. Mm-hmm. He just turned five a couple, a few months ago. That's awesome. So, See? Yeah, it's good. He's he's a, he's a good kid. You're raising yeah, a strong so. little black boy. Strong little black <laughs> boy. Black boys rock. Yes, exactly. Strong little king. It's good. <laughs> I, I'm glad that he chose me. You know, it's, it's fun, too. Boys are fun. 
That's what we're in here. They boys love their mamas. They love their mamas. Yeah. I want a boy. So <laughs> you want a boy? I, I really didn't care. Like it was funny. I didn't care when I, you know, when I was about to find out the um, find out what the sex was. But um, I, it didn't matter to me. But after like having a boy, I'm just like, wow, this is like really great. Just because they just love on you. Yeah. You know, they love their mamas. So, you know. Very protective, like, I bet, protective. too. Very yeah, protective. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't really have to be for me because I don't really get into it. Protective of what? You know, like I don't, you know, I make kale salad and I juice, <laughs> I juice cream. You know? so I don't really have beef, you know. I don't really. You, you know, got tofu. Like, right, exactly. You know, I don't have a whole bunch of dudes in and out of the house. It's not like that. So it's just really just, you know. Know, me and him rocking in every now and then so is he is he <laughs> vegan is he vegan um he is not 100 percent vegan okay um i and i have to let people know too that I, every now and then i do i incorporated some fish into my diet even though all of my restaurants and stuff are completely vegan but i let people know that because um i believe more so in I believe in veganism and the power of healing using plants as medicine. That's why we're talking about cannabis as well. Right. So I do believe in the healing power of a plant-based diet. I've been doing this a long time, but um, I do eat some fish. And I tell people that because nowadays, like, my name is becoming more popular. So people see me out. And they're like, hey, Chef, Chef Stacey. And they see me in some salmon. I want them to be like, what? <laughs> freak out. Like, yeah, every now and then. And he does, too, every now and then. Is there a reason for that? I, I just, you know, I was um, completely plant-based for 15 years. Oh. I like really strict. And then when I got pregnant with him, um, I just started craving fish. And then um, I was just looking at like little things like eat right for your blood type. I do believe there is some, um, <clears throat> what I want, truth to that. Not all, but I looked at that and it said that I'm a type A um, blood type. And I realized that um, though there were natural vegetarians and it said that we do eat some fish. And I was like, I don't know, just like my body just craved. And when you're pregnant, all kinds of things happen. You know, <laughs> you crave so weird shit. You crave weird, yeah, weird things. So, um, <laughs> what was the weirdest you craved? That was fish. Because I hadn't eaten because it in 15 years. Yeah, okay, because I was plant based. That was really the only, so I ate a lot of fish and a lot of watermelon. Like, sweet. Was there any reaction <laughs> from being plant based for 15 years to eating fish? No, I just the best my body actually i i um in my body i had a great pregnancy and um even afterwards my body you know is fine like it's great and so i just i just eat what i like and i tell people that you have to eat what makes your body feel good and i genuinely feel like plants make the body feel better yes and if people choose to eat meat that's fine i just tell them make it a small portion of your diet um, because the truth of the matter is that not everybody's not going to just eat plant based. Right. Yes. So you kind of have to meet people where they are, and um, I feel See, like people are out of balance. I feel like if you're more balanced in just your lifestyle, then one you wouldn't. Because I know a lot of people are so critical of people not being vegan. I'm like, but if you were more balanced in just your lifestyle, you wouldn't be critical of anybody. You would just allow people to just be who they are, enjoy themselves, enjoy themselves. Yeah, and not feel sense. guilty when you eat, and not you know, there's a lot of funny things around food it's yes definitely really weird yeah see but mm. i think with you know restaurants like yours i think it's very possible for everybody to go plant-based because like <laughs> we've been going to simply pure i mean before we even known you you know like we we're just wow. going in there and I mean, I've seen you before behind the counter. Didn't know you were the owner. Didn't know anything. Really? Cause because I worked just like you, them exactly. with everybody else. You yeah. were you were sitting there leading by example. And that's mm -hmm. something that I definitely appreciate about you, Thank you. Because us going in there and I think the first thing we had was the lasagna. Our and lasagna. I was like, oh goodness, so This yummy. is fucking amazing. <laughs> so with that being said, I think everybody could be plant based. 
if we have restaurants like yours in town and of course vegas is having so many restaurants that are plant-based yeah. popping up yeah, here in town they are. so speaking of restaurants mm -hmm. of course you are the owner of simply pure how yes. did that come about how did Simply Pure come about? Um, so Simply Pure is actually my second restaurant. So the okay. first one I opened about 20 years ago. Yeah, the first one I opened about 20 years ago in Atlanta. It was called Everlasting Life. And, um, okay, let me just give you some background before that. So my background is actually not in culinary or okay. cooking or plant-based anything. My background is in music and entertainment. So that was what I was going to do. Like I was going to work in the music industry. I was, I had already had a job, I had a job at universal music group in Atlanta. Um, <clears throat> this was in when I was my young twenties, like 23, 24. And I thought you were um, your twenties, by the way, I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm not <laughs> in my twenties. I just turned 44 a couple of weeks ago. That's that plant-based yeah, lifestyle. That's that, plant -based life. that's, <laughs> that eating, but that's that even the plant-based life. It's that balance. It's the mm -hmm. happiness, you know, and you know what that, it is. It's that black don't crack that too. Black that crack, black don't crack. That black don't crack. That's right too. Yeah, I got some. You know, I got some skincare tips for people, and you know, all kinds of things I do to keep it. But back into your pursuit so anyway, of okay, music yeah. so and music. I was in the music industry. I was making a lot of money at the label. Um, I was doing what I loved, and I was also kind of changing my diet just because. I mean, I just I've always been kind of naturally, gradually. I mean, naturally geared towards eating healthy and so um i ran into some people um and they knew how to make plant-based food really really well and i just kind of attached on to them and then one thing led to another and they were like well you want to invest in our restaurant we're opening a restaurant so i in, originally i invested you know money because i'm an entrepreneur first i've always been an entrepreneur and then i um when I invested the money, I had to like kind of figure out, you know, okay, what is this business really about? You know? And so I just kind of learned by example, it was a hard ass lesson though. Like it was, um, I was 24, I was inexperienced and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to cook, uh, literally blood, sweat and tears. And then I ended up walking away from the business because not because the business wasn't profitable, but because, um, I just couldn't take my business partners. I was in partnership with the wrong people. Well, it, it, Looking back on it, it was, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You always learn Definitely. from your right. from your mistakes. So I don't want to say they were the wrong people, but, you know, in the grand scheme of things, shit was not good. It wasn't that balance. <laughs> right. It was no balance. Right. I was like, yeah, no. So I ended up, but I, but I love cooking. I realized through that, through that um, whole experience that I, that I was, and I was good at it. And I was like, wow, okay, well, I'm good at this. And people seem to really like my food. So I just stuck, stuck with it. So I went to Chicago and I was cooking for an ambassador. And then I went over to Af West Africa and I was there for two years cooking, doing what I love. And then I came back here about 10 years ago to Vegas to um, my dad. My parents have been living here for like 30 years. Okay. okay. So my dad got sick and I wanted to be closer to him. Plus just come back to home base. I had been uh, you know, traveling around yeah. and I'm a, I was a mover, you know, mm -hmm. I'm always, it's probably another reason why I hadn't been in a relationship in a lot. <laughs> I move a lot. It was fun though. Like traveling is great. And so, um, I came back here and, um, started teaching classes at Whole Foods. And then I started doing like private chef services and stuff and just kind of make entrepreneur just came in i didn't have a job actually i just came in and started doing cooking classes out of my parents home oh, and that's you so know cool. and i started with my parents list i was like give me a list of your friends and i was calling them look i'm having a cooking class 25 30 dollars i've set up some chairs like i made it happen and then um i started working i did work at the win for a couple of years because uh steve Wynn went vegan and I was like, oh, he went vegan. And he was trying to get like all his staff and stuff to go vegan. So I was like, oh, this would be a dope ass place for me to work, you know, and I can get that five star, five diamond training. Mm -hmm. And so I did that for two years. That was a great experience. How did um, that go? Did you get, did they convert a lot of their staff to be more plant-based? They 
they did a lot of things. I, I have to commend the win. Um, they were one of the first to really, you know, capture the vegan uh, lifestyle. And so, yeah, they switched all they, at that. By the time I got there, most of the restaurants had their own separate plant based menus. Mm-hmm. Um, they were not as open. And I worked in catering and banquets, not as open to vegan because I don't think a lot of people were like requested it, you know, as okay. a group. Like most I was in catering. So most oh, okay. people aren't ordering vegan catering. They just right. want like maybe a couple of dishes that are makes sense vegan and so what they would usually do is just take the meat off and then with vegan too you have to um make sure that you have the proper uh, ingredients so we would need nutritional yeast and liquid aminos and they were i was telling them we need these things and they're like what (laughs) they're like we don't we're not buying that so (laughs) it was just you know so i really just after i learned that they weren't really open to in that department particularly about you know vegan which was fine with me i just decided hey i'm just gonna learn all i can take all this knowledge Mm -hmm. and um so i can you know get ready to do my own thing and so I ended up um, quitting there because eventually I, w- I always had my own business on the side. I never stopped. Hustler. You know, I never stopped. You can't ever, you can. if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you may have to work a job for a little while, but you can't ever stop your side hustle. Yep. And I was putting effort into my side hustle as well. So my side hustle started getting, um, I started making more money from that. And so I was like, it makes no sense for me to be here anymore. So I quit. And um, I sh- the chef was like, yo, he was like, you're leaving because he said your, your other your other job or your other you know thing is making more money than this. And I was like, yeah, and I got to put energy. And he understood. Like, he's still cool. I still talk to him. And <laughs> shout so out to cool. Chef James um, Benson over at um, The Win. He's like head of food and beverage now. And oh, nice. he was yeah, he was extremely supportive of me. And still he's come to the restaurant every now and then. He's great. So at any rate, he um, and so I ended up leaving. And then uh, I started doing just like cooking around the city and just I don't know. I was just doing whatever. And then I ended up um, cooking at Tony Shea's place in the Ogden for all like the umbrella companies that he had under the downtown project. And so that's how they heard about me. And they asked me if I wanted to open in Container Park. And that's how we got the space. So that's amazing. The whole story. That's a hustle right there. You (laughs) you came from the bottom and you worked your way up. And and you're still going at it because like you said earlier, you just got the keys to the food truck. Crazy. And like, that's amazing. I figured out how to turn on propane tanks and fill up <laughs> like that. Sewage water. Today, oh, I'm like, shit. what in the world is going on? It was fun. It's fun. Feeling you're not hot. That thing is 25 feet. So trying to figure out how to drive it was is even is like you now driving I'm, dri- it? I'm driving it. You whipping it? I mean, it? the first, so it was so funny because the first couple of times we took the truck out, me and my business partner, McKinney, were scared to drive it because, I mean, it's a big truck. Yeah. And so I was like, man. So I was like, look, we can't keep asking. So we have a couple of friends, unfortunately who help us out you know yeah. and shout out to phil who works for lv.net too he he helps us out immediately um all the time but i can't keep calling on him you know to drive the truck so i was <laughs> like mckinney i'm gonna drive it so tuesday we had an event lv.net had a tech appreciation day or something and they wanted the truck there and i was like okay i'm gonna drive the truck and i looked the fastest way to get there was the freeway oh shit and i was like man i cannot take this thing on the freeway it was like 20 minutes we would have been there 20 minutes on the freeway i was like, we gotta take the streets boo so we left early left two hours early and it took me 45 minutes to drive there because i was only going 30 miles an hour I was so scared. Taking your time. (laughs) I feel like even with just little big 
little big but bigger yeah. trucks like I, I can't imagine because i remember on that day i was like here you go like give me my money like i felt so little next to that truck yeah so, man yeah, the truck. You, truck. This day you should have seen me we went out because we go out into the community um every friday and or saturday and we uh sell healthy plant-based options to like um the west side like barbers and barbershops and beauty salons because they're God. under service yeah. in that area over there yeah so we today was the first day we took the food truck out um because usually we just like delivering it and yeah. dropping it off but we keep it hot we can you know serve Ooh, it right from the truck we can it. do the taco right there yeah Ooh. so we took it out today and i'm just whipping the truck now i got you know <laughs> but i had my head wrap on my, my um, bikini was like yo so you look like a jamaican princess <laughs> truck driver like this was crazy i got on a hair wrap i think we're the only vegan food truck in the city too i don't See? know if anyone I, I don't know if there is one please you know somebody tell us but I don't, I don't see I don't too many. I haven't seen I haven't a seen, vegan food truck. I, don't I think, haven't I don't seen think any. I haven't seen one. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. So I, I know there's not a woman-owned black-owned vegan food truck. <laughs> see, <laughs> one you're the only one representing. <laughs> representing. I know it's amazing. So, so yeah. you know, some of your like we spoke earlier on like the nachos you have, the lasagna you have. Mm-hmm. What was the inspiration behind cre- creating some of these mini? some of these options on your menu like who was the inspiration behind them um yeah so that's a great question lasagna came about it's really hard because i've been doing this for literally i've been cooking for 20 years and i have not had another job it's not like i went into real estate or car sales or Mm -hmm. anything you know so a lot of these recipes are really old um like like the no just like when i started cooking you know um I I was a part of a a Hebrew community in Atlanta and they have a restaurant called soul vegetarian. And so some of this stuff I learned like how to maneuver it from that community because they were so the plant-based food was so good, you know? Um, And they knew how to take plants. That's the thing. 20 years ago, you didn't have like the beyond meat and the impossible burger. And so I really had to learn how to make food from scratch. So that's what the authenticity comes when you taste the nachos and the lasagna, because, these recipes are old. Like I said, the nacho cheese, I mean, that recipe came about like six years ago, I think, when we first opened. That shit's Even. fire. Thank you. But the soy fire. cheese recipe, the, the soy cheddar cheese, the TVP, the, our protein beef, um, the chicken salad lettuce wraps, the lasagna, the in, the stuff that's inside the lasagna is old recipes. See, man. and that's They're what's old. great, then. That's why it's so <laughs> yeah. good. And it's from it's plants. Right. Perfected. Thank you. Yeah, it's you mastered perfected. it. Thank you. Yeah, and I can't say that. And you thank you. And I say that with um, humility and also pride that I have. I am a master. You know, at what yes. I do, and I've put in way more than ten thousand hours. <laughs> in, uh, you know, so that particular area, I can say that I'm definitely a master, and I'm super humbled and thankful that I've been able to, you know, make a living off of this for so long you know to and to really enjoy it and and then have people have the reaction that you all have that's the thing too. Yes. people are always like when they see the lasagna and then when they taste it they're like oh my oh god oh my gosh yeah yes. man and I'm like, that's so beautiful and then not only that but now like i'll be honest with you i have an amazing sous chef her name is ashley stop shout out to ashley and she makes the lasagnas now i don't even make mm-hmm. them anymore like to be able to pass along your recipe and the energy Yes. You know, she has embodied the energy. So now she knows how to make the lasagna and people are still getting to say, I still eat it. And I'm like, damn, did I make this? 
<laughs> yeah, and that goes like for really all my staff. Like I have to shout out my staff, man. They're amazing because they very have friendly, been very friendly, and then the food is consistent. And because I'm a stickler about really a stickler about that, and um, the energy again that like I pass the same passion that I'm talking to you all with, I talk with them with. I'm genuinely concerned about them. I really, you know, so I think that they just feel the care and they just care about the food. See, and that's awesome <laughs> you know? to have a team like that because yeah. you need a team like that who's going to have as much passion as you do for your company because right. if you hire a bunch of people that have no fucking integrity who don't give a shit about your vision or have a vision whatsoever it's going to make your company you know not not succeed in the long run so that's cool that you have you know that strong team in place thank you yeah it's it's really cool and i'll have to say like the staff didn't start off like that so you you were talking about you know people not having integrity and stuff i have had staff like that um i had to become a better leader for my staff to become better so because everything rises and falls on leadership you know right. and so Definitely. there were things that i would tolerate again setting boundaries there were things that i would tolerate then that i that I look back on now and I'm like, what in the world was I thinking? Like I would never tolerate that. Now, like they wouldn't even got an interview with me, yeah. you know, now, but you grow and you learn and everything happens for a reason. And yes. Zion just walked in. I forgot how to turn it off. I can go okay. help him. He's going to help him. Okay. He's going to help you. Okay. <laughs> Thank See, you. We are family friendly here yes, guys we are as you family see friendly. we Thank have you. kids here in our studio as well I know, and, I young did, Zion. and i did tell you all beforehand because some yes. people were funny about kids you know no, so not i just wanted to make sure that you all know that you know he well was it's coming. funny because there was a podcast we did prior with um a couple that we wanted to do with a couple we didn't get a chance to do it mm -hmm. and they felt bad because they had a kid i'm like dude it, i don't care bring your kid into the room it'll make it more of a yeah. that energy toward people because like i said we don't want to just be strictly cannabis and if we are we want to give education on it so that way people you change your perspective on how you look at it like obviously i'm not going to sit here with a kid in the room and just be smoking weed <laughs> right that's exactly. obviously what i'm not going to be doing yeah i would do an edible or something right, yeah, you know exactly yeah yeah and yeah. so everybody's different though everybody's different of course like you like we said we don't have kids yet so we for people like you to come on we to educate us on things like this because every time we see someone mm -hmm. with kids we're taking mental notes like we're Good. sitting there like okay this is this i mean because like i said i do have a daughter but it's not the same as far as being there every single day mm -hmm. you don't get those bad times those mm -hmm, good times mm -hmm, and in between mm -hmm, times mm -hmm. all i get is the good times you're like right. hey dad look <laughs> FaceTime. Uh, you know oh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm at Disney World. <laughs> that was when she came here last year we took her That's to beautiful. disney that was her first time ever going to disney first time ever going to being on the west coast actually wow. she's hasn't been past um colorado wow yeah wow that's she, amazing she's 13 yeah. years old and yeah. she's a handful especially being a girl uh -huh. that's why like the wife says she we want boys because the wife she's you <laughs> she know she, she want boys too. she want boys because she's experienced it you know yeah. with my daughter like oh no her that attitude i'm like yeah boys are a little you know different what? i feel like people get what they need Okay. So you're you're not gonna get what you want unless you start doing all this weird scientific stuff that people <laughs> yeah, are doing seriously. now to get what they want, which I feel like is totally throwing things off balance. Like you're just allow things to go naturally, and so you'll get what you need. So if you need a boy, you'll get a boy. 
you need a girl, you get a girl. You're going to get a girl. <laughs> if you need to see, oh, cause sometimes shit. you need to see that perspective, you know, like it just, I know a lot of guys, like it just seems like all the playboys always get girls. I'm not saying that you're a playboy. I'm just saying, I'm not saying, you know, and, and, uh, so they can see things from a, from a woman's perspective. perspective. Yeah. That's definitely, so I, I've seen that happen. Um, Having a little girl definitely changed my perspective. I definitely see things differently now. Not saying completely different because at the end of the day, I'm still a guy. So I'm going to see things from a male's perspective, of Mm -hmm. course. But it definitely gives me an opportunity to take a step out of my shoes, especially being married, you know, to my beautiful wife and then Mm -hmm. having my beautiful baby girl. I get to see both perspectives because it was stressful over the summer having both of them here Mm -hmm. and then both of them being mad at me on about something completely different <laughs> and i'm at odds like i can't go anywhere in the house i'm like well fuck i'm like well she's mad at me in this room for what whatever fucking reason i don't know and then my daughter she's just mad in general for a reason i don't know so it was definitely hard and that's why i said a boy because i forgot a boy like hey bro put your fucking shoes on let's go play some right, basketball right, right. or some shit you know like but girls will they those but those two instances what it does it just helps you to kind of tune into your own vibration you know what i'm saying like if, if she's mad and she's mad it really they're not they're not really mad at you they're mad at them about something else that you know and i'm learning never, yeah so you should just be like hey you mad what we if you don't want to talk about it then you know we gotta, if you can't let it go you know then you gotta, we gotta communicate because like communicate. my biggest thing is yeah. i tell everybody communication is the key to relations no matter where you are in life you know like if you can communicate with someone Mm -hmm. you can have the greatest relationship if you can't you're gonna have the shittiest relationship communication is everything in every relationship like i'm very i communicate with my son i communicate i communicate with staff i communicate with i communicate with myself you know again setting boundaries and then just telling myself what do i want being clear about my thoughts and things like that meditation is communication with yourself in aspect isn't it meditation is the most valuable thing on this planet especially now i'm like everybody needs to be meditating now i wish <laughs> i can have the mindset to meditate i don't i'm not okay i haven't i don't have i think i have add at least but, <laughs> okay uh-huh. everybody says they get their mind wanders all over the place <laughs> yeah i can't <laughs> right. focus like i can that's sit the reason here, why you need it because i can mind, sit here uh-huh. and i can like she can be at work and it could just be me in the house by myself i can sit here and try but like the fucking fish taking the next room, uh-huh. the water will fuck me up, or somebody driving down the street to fuck me up. And I'm like, I can't but do that's this. When you discipline your mind and you're right. like, no, I'm going to focus on this. Maybe use the water to focus on the water. So you're not like, oh, that, oh, this, oh, that. Let me go back well, to the water. Meditation, it might be, a, it may be a stretch for some people, but I always tell people like that is. If anything, I I would if I if I could only choose one thing, like if people were somebody was came and said you can only, you know, meditate for the rest of your life or have cannabis for the rest of your life, which one would you choose? I would choose meditation. Meditation. Yeah, that's how important it is because med now meditation and cannabis together is <laughs> wow. That's why you have you have fantastic life, but uh, cannabis without meditation uh, it leaves you a little scattered, you know, to me. So um, meditation for and I don't I don't smoke or i don't consume cannabis before i meditate i always meditate with a clear mind huh. um, okay and then, I, and then i'll i'll consume after i'm glad you said that because yeah, i would have went into it high stone no, as fuck trying to no, gather my thoughts do not try to smoke weed and then or consume cannabis and then meditate it's not gonna work because okay. your mind's gonna be already because you're under a substance so you know substance always alters your mind which is good to some point but when you're meditating you always want that clear connection with universe with god whatever and so 
that um that's just you just need that small time like 15 20 minutes you know just to sit quiet just Hmm. Your mind might wander. That's why you have to, if you play something like I, sometimes I'll play ambient noise. Like I like to play ocean sounds because I like being, <laughs> no, there you go. Language. See, yeah, ocean sounds and something that's consistent. Like I usually, I don't really like meditations where people are talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and ocean sounds just because I just want, want to be on somebody's beach. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I and then sometimes I'll, I'll listen to um, airplane white noise. Um, just because I like the sound of a plane. I like being on airplane. I like traveling. So Okay, so it's your comfort. Of, yeah, exactly. And so just hearing that white noise. I don't you know ain't trying to travel right now with me. no coronavirus, though. You, <laughs> you know, I'm not afraid of the coronavirus. A lot of people are. I, I have my, we'll talk about that, too. You know, I have my own, um, Theories. I don't even say opinion or theory. I think that, you know, it's truth. You know, and, and it's universal truth. And it's just because, anyway, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> but, um so no, I'm not scared. I am. What I am scared of is not having enough toilet paper. Um, Dude, that's oh I went to get toilet paper today, and I was like, I didn't need. I, I didn't know what I needed, so I was just gonna. My mom was like, Oh, we need toilet paper, and I was like, Didn't I just buy some? I was like, Well, maybe. So I went into Whole Foods because I wanted to get some things from there, and I fill up my water usually there, and all the toilet paper was gone. Shit is and all the. And I, so I didn't need any toilet paper. Thank God. When I got home, I was like, Okay, I got enough, but I only got one roll of paper towels left. And ain't no paper towels nowhere. They say diarrhea is one of the effects of motherfuckers really trying to make sure they got toilet paper out here. Is that what it is? I'm trying to figure out why toilet paper, of all things, get your multivitamins, get your like cleaning supplies, like get things that are going to build your immune system. You're like, oh, I'm ready for this shit. I'm ready to get this diarrhea going. Right, right. You got toilet paper, that means you're predicting that you're going to have diarrhea. (laughs) Seriously. Like, I I don't understand. You're not going to go to the bathroom anymore, unless they're talking about locking down. I'm like, You'll be fine. Like it, it's not. Uh, yeah, people are just. It's really some outlandish um, shit going on. Happen. and it's oh. all, it's just a lot of fear happening right yes. now. The media. And that, yes. It's a lot of fear, and I'm glad that I don't have TV. And I'm not like I'm burying my head in the sand, but I feel like people create their own reality, and what you pay attention to grows. And uh, universal law is there's no such thing as no. So anything that you shout at, anything that you say no to, you just build more of. That's why. That's why there's a war on drugs and a war on cancer and a war on this and a war because you're what you pay attention to grows, and that's just universal laws. Just like the law of gravity, if you jump off a building, you gonna fall. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just that we're now learning these universal spiritual laws, and luckily, I've been meditating consistently for like five or six years now, so I understand that I don't think like everybody else. And um, so I just think that there's a lot of fear and, and it's based off of people already being afraid and not being to control their emotions and their vibration. And um, we have a result where the media, unfortunately, has started with the coronavirus, virus, virus, and then people are repeating it and people are saying it. And it's, you know, just the energy, even in the, when I was in Whole Foods, like the energy in there was just like it was different. I mean, all the shelves, you know, shelves like it wasn't no canned goods. Really? And I'm like, yeah, it was really interesting. I'm like, Damn. wow, yeah, like the at Whole Foods, right? <laughs> yeah, Whole Foods, exactly. Fuck. Are people really like gonna start like camping out in their homes? Like, is that what's going on? I'm trying to understand because what? I I don't I don't think I understand. Maybe I'm just not. It's like a sickness. You there's not that big of a percentage. Like people are getting better. Yeah. So for everyone to be scrambling, yes, I understand like it, it's a virus that's spreading mm-hmm. and that, at that's scary. It's definitely, right. but to the extent that everyone's taking into it, I think it's a yeah. little much. 
I think it's a, it's a little much too. And I just think that, like I said, people are, uh, unfortunately, people are not aware of how to control their vibration. They're not aware of how to, you know, turn things off. And they're not aware of um, things that you, what you pay attention to grow. That's why Donald Trump was elected. Like I already knew. I was like, you know what? Well, I shouldn't say I already knew. I don't think anybody really predicted that. There were a couple of people, but after it happened, I was like, oh, I was like, that's why Like I was meditating and things just come to you sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, no wonder. I was like, it's um, what you pay attention to grows. And so that's why I said, like, I only, I, I really am a very strategic about like what I watch, what I, you know, so I can kind of create my own space. Not saying that you can't, you have to live in this world, but it, as far as the coronavirus is concerned, we don't have to give a whole lot of attention to it. But, you know, I just like want to let people know, like, all is well, you know, the universe is balanced in perfect proximity, exactly how it's supposed to be, you know, and um, we have certain even just on a physical level, instead of, and if that's too much, like the whole metaphysical thing is too much for people to wrap their heads around, then my thing is, instead of focusing on the illness, focus on the wellness. So yes. while you're, while you are, um, you know, buying masks and stuff that's still like focused on the fear, because when you're wearing a mask, it's like, I don't want to get, but if you focus on more so like for me, the, the shelves and Walgreens and stuff, instead of buying all like toilet paper, and paper towels, buy an enema because you need to cleanse, you need to detox your body at this time so that you become immune to the virus. Um, you need to drink green juice. Here we go. Hey. You know, drink some ginger, drink tin, um, t um, turmeric, find those things that are going to build your immune system. Because I will tell you one thing that disease cannot, uh, cannot dwell in a healthy body. Mm -hmm. And in, a, um, a, and if your body's too acidic, you know, that kind of, it's just, it's really a time. It's funny because it's like, if you really just cleanse and detox, like you're supposed to and eat the right things, not canned goods, then um, you know you'll you'll be able to be immune to. You'll be anything. okay. You can go outside and walk the strips. Like where the fuck y'all at? Right. I'm out exactly. here. I'm go, ready. You can go. You can fly on an airplane, and you can and you'll be okay because you know it's it's not. I think people are just really you know looking at the wrong thing. Like I said, they're trying to protect themselves, and now they're talking about you can't even hug people. So I'm like, what happens to the babies in the hospitals that need to be held? Uh. You know, that's my thought. Like, oh, I what didn't, happens? That to, even come up? Yeah, like you can't because you lose human. Like that, I'm like now y'all taking it too far. Like people can't touch each other. Can't do like shit. you already get, like we already have this social media thing where people are, you know, detached from one another. But it's been proven that hugs heal. Yes. So now you're talking about not hugging each other. What are you all? You all destroying people, destroying humanity. Seriously. That's so, uh, yeah. awesome. That's awesome. That you say that because I didn't think about that, especially when it comes to the whole babies, because I think that hug within the first few hours of life, few mm -hmm. minutes of life is very vital. It teaches a valuable lesson like affection at that. It's very vital mm -hmm. or it's very small, but it teaches, it teaches that kid, that baby something. And it teaches exactly. you something as a human being, how to be more human. Right. So, Oh, that's very exactly huh. yeah it's a whole thing and now you're saying point. now it you're is. saying like don't hug people and it's like and don't and stay in your houses and like what no get outside in the sun like enjoy the air, enjoy each other love on each other we're fine everything's fine like stop oh man this that. is a scary world we live in it can be if you allow it definitely there's so definitely. many beautiful things going on in the world too like let's focus on the wellness let's focus on the if people stop saying the word coronavirus right now, it would cease <laughs> to exist.
Well, let's change up our focus then (laughs) and stop focusing on the coronavirus and (laughs) (laughs) not put our energy into that. Um, I want to talk more about Simply Pure. Yes. Of course, you said that you mentioned earlier that you had some other restaurants in the past that you had um, had your hands on and Mm -hmm. experience with. What was some of the challenges you faced in starting your own restaurant, Simply Pure? Like, (laughs) oh, man, what were the challenges? No, what were the challenges in opening Simply Pure? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Well, it, my challenges were probably a little different from everybody else's because we opened Simply Pure December 2013 and I got pregnant March 2014. Oh, so you was pregnant and trying to open yeah. up a restaurant. And I was pregnant for my first time, first baby and opened a restaurant. So I was, yeah, it was a little different experience. So that emotions were everywhere. Yep. Woo. Child's that, father decided uh, to split. It was a whole th- at the same time. It was a whole thing. When so it happens, it happens. Yeah, yeah. It was like whoa. So I really had you talk about you know getting control of my vibration. That would have drove somebody crazy. Um, and then started it with no money. You know, it wasn't like I started with just borrowing. The downtown project gave me a loan. Thank goodness for them. And then I got a loan from like my business partner now. My business partner, she and her husband, and then her dad, and then some other people here and there giving me money just to kind of I scrape up like 30 40 g's or something um and figured it out yeah figured it out and just you know um luckily i had a following already though so because i've been doing the classes at whole foods and stuff so by the time we opened people were like oh they were already coming in makes sense so they already familiar with what you had to offer yep they were familiar with my name yeah Mm -hmm. that makes sense so so yeah the the biggest challenge was having a kid of being pregnant and having the business the same year that was the biggest challenge but it 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 was the greatest because it showed me my strength. First of all, it showed me um, my resourcefulness um, and my resilience to just keep going, you know, and, and to call on people. I had to call on some help. You know, I called on a friend. A friend of mine actually moved here. Uh, his name was Anav. He moved here from uh, New Orleans to Vegas to help me, like, during those latter parts of being pregnant, yeah. you know, when I could no longer pick up the 25-pound case <laughs> oh, yeah. of onions or whatever. <laughs> Still you know, here in so, Vegas? He's not here. No, he okay. came just for that time. He That's came. Awesome. He came like in my seventh month, I think it was, and he stayed post. You know, maybe like. A couple, maybe a month afterwards. That's so a true friend, like, right oh, there. Oh yeah, that's still my boy to this day. He you don't find friends me. like that too much. I you, got you, really good friends, though. I've been really, it's making really those blessed. Connections with people, yes. like, because it's that human thing. That's yes. why I'm like, can't lose that human touch. It's so important. Definitely. It's so important because it can make your life a beautiful thing if you if you just allow it. You know. So, yeah. So that was the biggest challenge with opening Simply Pure. Um, but uh, it's hard for me to think about the challenges a lot of times because. Um, the good times were so are so good, you know, and so it's like, what was the challenge? I mean, and like you staff, said, they're, you they're growing lessons, is what growing I like to lessons, say. Because right. when you get those moments and you're just like, oh my gosh, but you're like, okay, I got through that. If I was mm-hmm. able to get through that, what's next? You know, give me more. Exactly. Let, let me grow some more. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was that. That was. But I say, of course, the ch- the child in the in the business were the biggest challenge. That's cool. Yep. You seem to overcome yeah. those challenges. So yeah, and you're striving. Right. Yeah, we're doing we're doing good. We're awesome, awesome location. Changing. Got the Thank food you. truck going. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, what's those? Are your employees? They're not required to be plant based, of course, right? <laughs> no, my employees are not required to be plant based. Okay, they're not. do and they? That's never been a thing. Like I said, like that's never been a, a thing for me. Is you have to be plant based. It's always been you have to be balanced. Do you feel that your mm-hmm. clientele is mostly plant based, or do you feel that you have? I mean, you're in 
the container, container park, park right. and it, there has a lot of people that come in right. and check it out so do you get like people that come in and don't realize that it's vegan and they're like right. whoa or- exactly yeah so the majority of our customer base is not plant-based I would awesome. I would venture to say they're not and I and it's hard to gauge that but I would say that only with confidence only because we do get a lot of tourists and um a lot of times what ends up happening is people come in and maybe one person is plant based and they're trying to find something that that one person can eat you uh, know and then they come in and then they end up ordering stuff and everybody loves it very rarely does the whole group come in and they're vegan you know like that usually <laughs> that's <happen>. true <laughs> you know so it, it just depends but we get like local you know like you people like you all who continue to come and support yes. us so um it's hard to gauge i know that a lot of we have a lot of tourists of course so that's why we've been able to kind of work name has kind of spread kind of quickly Definitely. across the country because we just get a lot of people from around the country Thank so goodness. it's not just the community level that gets your growth going. Then mm-hmm. you're able to, I mean, you've had that travel that you've done, mm-hmm. but it's also been the people that are coming in from out of town that I get to check you in. Right. Check yeah. In. The the tourists are great. Yeah. Well, you're in a prime location being downtown and they're doing downtown over again. How has the local community played a role in establishing your brand here in Vegas? The local community, correct. Um, local community here in Vegas has been fantastic. Like I, because I and I think again because when I started back when I came back from Africa and I was um, starting getting my base, I was really going doing stuff in the community. I was teaching classes at Whole Foods and I was very consistent. Which Whole Foods? I, teach, all, I was doing all four of them at okay. first. I was I don't know how many are there now. I think there's still four. I asked because I used to work at the one on Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah, that's the one I did most of my classes. Okay. Where I did most of my classes. Because at first I was doing all four of them and then it got to be overwhelming and so I just cut it down all the way to just the one at Las Vegas Boulevard because that seemed to be the central one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I was consistent. Every month I was doing those classes because that's where I knew that I wanted that higher end um, you know, demographic as far as financial concern, mm-hmm. like the disposable yeah. income demographic. And um, I was, I knew I was going to be able to, and then you, they, you, the classes are free. So, you know, I would come in, it would be like 30, 40, sometimes 50 people in my oh, class. So, and, then I'm getting, awesome. and I'm getting their information too. So now we have a database of like 6,000 emails because I've been collecting emails for 10 years. Yeah, so it's that's the only reason why. Like, I still have emails from people who have taken my classes at Whole Foods. See, that's what we so, need to do is start getting definitely. a database of people. But get I mean, a database for text messages now. Don't do emails. <laughs> yeah. Because only we look and we, like, 6,000 people only... 12% open the, you know, emails. Oh, because it goes to yeah. junk mail or yeah. something. Yeah, it goes to junk mail. Goes to, <laughs> yeah, so now we're about to start a text messaging service, though, um, because Sign everybody's on their phones. Yeah, <laughs> yes, so definitely. we're going to start that in the next uh, week or so. Um, that way we can, you know, send it directly to your phone if we have specials. And did you like that. know that this was going to be your 2020? Like, did you mm-hmm. plan it to be this? Because that's that's awesome. I mean, there yeah. are little steps, of course, as a as a entrepreneur. Period. Right. You you have this and you have your vision, but do you foresee like where you want to take it? Because I mean, I saw you had your um, meal plan mm-hmm. online and you have the restaurant yes. now you have your food truck yes so that, that's awesome how <laughs> Thank exciting you. yeah the, things are did i plan for 2020 to be like this for me um i don't really so my concept of time is a little different too because it's weird to me that the new year starts in the middle of the winter and you know so this whole <laughs> thing with the calendar so even going into quote unquote 2020 i was just kind of like well i mean i guess i better you know, not make a resolution, but just, you know, I went into it with kind of just ease. And um, my goal this year was to expand the business. It always is. And it's to have more fun. 
And those were my two biggest goals is to expand and have fun and whatever that means. So fortunately, it's been an interesting time for, I would say, the world. But for my personal world, this has been an incredible incredible past couple months like it's been amazing you know um we've just had and that's just because like again I focus on what I want instead of what I don't want and even though things happen tragedies happen things like that I always send love I send positive energy I just you know do my because I know that if you feed into that nothing good is going to come out of focusing on bad right so and and stuff that's quote-unquote bad happens so that because it forces you to want something good, right? Yes. So let's just focus on what we want. Like, a, you know, like I said, not only well, I won't even t- we. What what can I what can I, when you're sick, for example, if you're sick, and you want to be you want to be well, so let's just focus on being well. You know that yes. kind of thing. So I like that. So um, that's kind of where I am with everything. And so um, when I see sadness, when I see this, I'm like, well, I can't combat sadness with sadness. So how can I, you know? share my energy and how can I shine my light and it's always like by being positive as much as I can now trust me I have my days I have my days but I have my moments yeah I shouldn't have my I have my moments but it's usually because I'm like out of balance somewhere you know like something's happening in my life and I'm not releasing I'm not letting it go and then once I realize or I set boundaries or I do this with this person or just you know figure out whatever it is and 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 fix it and you know, we're off the, the you're thing. so empowering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I mean, that's how you know you got. And it's also kind of like boss talk too, because bosses don't allow just anything into their experience. When can't. You, look at, you can't. No, you cannot. Like you really have to control yeah. your environment as you know as best you can and focus on on what it is that you really want instead of just being all out here just letting anything just influence you. you that know? shit just not going on. Fuck that yeah, shit. No, you can't just <laughs> let anything in. So. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, go ahead. You, go you ahead. had said you were teaching classes to um, at children. Whole Foods, mm-hmm. but now you teach children? Yeah, now okay. I teach children. Yeah, so um, we partner with a group called Live to Give. Shout out to Leticia and Angel. And um, we started doing cooking, plant-based cooking classes for elementary school kids wow. in the Clark County School District. So I just did one. I lose track of days. What's today? Friday? Friday. Yes. Okay, Friday. so I did one Tuesday, this past Tuesday. Uh, where was it? Ooh. Jesus. We'll do some kind of contest, like a reading contest. And the top two kids, they get a gift certificate to the restaurant. And we also give them like a gift, you know, a certificate and take their picture and stuff. Oh, That's super um, cool. Yeah. So it's really fun. <laughs> Make them and feel and like they're like, like they feel, yeah, yeah, exactly. Elementary school kids. So, you know, <laughs> and I'm really good with like kids too. So it doesn't matter what age. This group was uh, 11, 12, and 13, which is a little okay, bit a older. Little older. Yeah. 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 Usually I'm doing like seven, six, seven, eight, or seven, eight, usually around that age. But um, it's fun. I love it. What you guys make? So this past one, we made a um, avocado mousse, which they really liked. Usually I'll put chocolate in it, but this time I switched it up because I'm like, they need to see that eating stuff green can taste uh, good. Okay. So I took the avocado and I added sweetener and I added a little vanilla, you okay. know, so because, you know, avocado takes on the taste of whatever, yeah. you know, so you can make a dessert out of it you know, easy. And so I just did that. And then um, I had some uh, yogurt, some vegan plant based yogurt. And I made like a parfait and I, oh, I had a thin mint Girl Scout cookies because they're <laughs> oh, vegan. And, yes. you know, and then uh, I had uh, some um, vegan whipped cream. And so we were made they like, like little shocked? parfaits. Yes, they were. They loved it. They were like, oh my gosh, this is so it's good. It's actually good. Yeah, this is awesome. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they, everybody was eager to try it. Everybody loved the people. They were asking for seconds. You know, it's always good. I love teaching the babies because um, they're just, they're, 
if you just give them positive energy, they just give it back to you yes. like tenfold, you know. Yes. And so I'm in there smiling. I'm talking to them. You know, I know some hip hop stuff. You know, I know the baby. <laughs> I know little baby. You know, know. So it's like it's cool. Connecting you know? so with them. Yeah, you connecting. You doing all this stuff. So it's it's cool. And then I bring Zion with me too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's when your little helper. Too. Yeah, and he loves it. He's into it. He's, he's totally learning into it. and he's he's building those, Relationships. those skills. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's into it. He he's very it. polite. Thank you. Thank you. Very we polite. Him how to say thank you and please. <laughs> <laughs> he's also very demanding. He's a sad. So he's like, oh. yeah, so he's he's demanding. It's his teacher actually said that at his pre-K and his daycare. She was like, um, does he? She asked me the other day. She said, does he have a maid at home? <laughs> I said, Zion does not have a maid at home. Why do you ask? And she's like, because he's just really demanding. Like, I'm like, uh, well, it's a thin line between de- being demanding. And I said, trust me, if he had a maid at home, he would not be talking to the maid, like, you know, any kind of way. If yeah, that's what you're right. insinuating, you know. But um, I was like, no, I said, but I, I, it's a thin line between teaching kids how to be polite, which you are supposed to but also teaching them how to be assertive. And I think that yes. he was just being more assertive. And uh, sometimes sense. adults aren't, like, used to that. But I yeah. do tell him, like, you got to say please and thank you behind that assertiveness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's very you know, important. Because sometimes yeah. he just be like, look, this is what I want and he's out like please <laughs> thank you why why so i have to remind him you know even when you asked about the water remember you asked for the water he's like i'll get yeah I'll, i want some water I'm like please <laughs> but it's good that you're teaching yeah. him that though because right. like like we said earlier a lot of families or a lot of parents don't teach their kids proper etiquettes like that so that's mm-hmm. super cool i have a question though earlier you were mentioning how you how your company now goes to the west side of town and mm-hmm. they pass out meals yeah. a lot of times i think like north town west side of town they're underdeveloped with a lot of these plant-based options Mm -hmm. that you know we're entitled to on this part of town i was actually at a friend's house a few weeks ago in north town and he's not plant-based but he's aware that i am and he was like hey you want to go out get some food i'm like yeah let's do it he's like all right let's find something around here that you can eat we looked it up one place popped up and that was chipotle Wow. And it was very, very sad because, Mm -hmm. I mean, let's just be frank. A lot of black and brown people are now just understanding how the plant-based diet is beneficial to you and and what it offers. Of course, Mm -hmm. if you guys are not aware, if you guys can't hear in her voice, she is a black woman (laughs) who owns her restaurant. I am. So um, how are you guys helping spread that knowledge besides, um, you know, school and on the west side, is there any other things you guys are doing for the community to help build the knowledge of um, veganism, plant-based lifestyle? Absolutely. Especially for especially for black and brown people of our color. Yeah. Because I think we need that more than anybody. A lot of white people, no offense, a lot of Caucasians get educated on, you know, healthy eat lifestyle, mm-hmm. eating properly. And our communities are the ones that are lacking in that. We mm-hmm. have liquor stores. We have burger kings we have mm-hmm. all these things on our corner except mm-hmm. for plant-based restaurants mm-hmm. so how is simply pure and chef stacy helping change that that is such a great question so um we started doing the uh let me just tell you how that all came about so the way we started delivering or offering our services to um barbershops and beauty salons and delivering the food was um, my son of course goes to 
a barbershop that's on the west side. And every time I go in there, there's people, there were people who would come in there and they would be hustling food, but the food didn't really look that good. You know, it'd be <laughs> like, or it'd be like a bunch of meat, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was getting my hair done at um, Mary Crystal's. Shout out to Mary Chris Styles, the black owned um, nice. natural hair care um, salon. And uh, my hairstylist bought a meal from um, a guy and it was like $15 and it was like condensation on the top of the thing on the top of the container which means that it wasn't kept at temperature it was meat so it was like chicken and i was like oh you're eating like meat that's not even at at temperature and it was like it looked dry and she paid 15 dollars. i was like oh no and then in addition to that she had uh, i came in with my simply pure shirt on the first time she did my hair and she said she had been ordering from me through postmates for like two (laughs) months I'm like, so Postmates take 30% of my sales. So I'm already doing math. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, you know, so all these things are coming together. And I'm like, we got to start a delivery service because they're clearly being underserved um, in the, on the West side of Las Vegas. There's no food. The only thing that's healthy over there is Chipotle. Chipotle. Yep. Chipotle is the only one. So um, we decided to start. That's one of the reasons why we just started, decided to start servicing communities with um, the healthy food options. So we started with my son's barbershop, Unfadable Masters, which is so funny. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Yep. And um, I just did some research. You know, I was like asking them, what are the best? What are the best hours? What do you think about this menu? You know, that kind of thing. So we. Decided one day to just go in, and we had nachos on the menu. We had a uh, we had coconut kale salad. We give them this green juice that I'm drinking now. The TLC is apple, cucumber, lemon, and mint. Um, we and they actually asked for fresh juices. We didn't even have that on the menu. We they started asking for them. We were like, oh well, I guess yeah, we can put them on the menu. So there are a few things that we make um, for the community. But it was to answer your question about educating um, black and brown people. We realize quickly that us coming in to these barbershops and salons in our community and saying, Hey, eat this vegan food was not going to cut it. We had to have samples. And then we had to stand there and explain what the hell they was eating. Cause they yes. didn't know what, and they were like cheese made with cashews. Well, how you do that? And they, <laughs> so now they don't ask as many questions cause they're used to it, but we definitely have to, you have to educate if you're going to try to service the communities because otherwise they're not going to eat it because they don't know what they're eating so we said it would take us we would be at one barbershop forever because we're explaining it to them you know how how it works what's why it's beneficial so now we pull up to like unfadable masters they order ginger shots they order in fresh (laughs) juices they and now i have everybody on a text message service so what I'm doing is, um, and I'm starting to do this, like I'm formulating it, but I send everybody text messages on Thursdays. Hey, look, this is our menu. It's good to pre-order. That way when they're pre-ordering, now that they're already educated, they can just pre-order. Now we're just really going out and selling to them. But we're also selling to like their customers. So we're more so educating the customers um, as well when we go in. And we just, it's a whole, you have to educate. There's no yes. other way. So when we go in there, we're definitely, because like I said, they're not going to be ex- accepting of the food. And so we just stand there and we talk. Like I'm talking to you all and I answer <laughs> questions and and then it's good. Well, because once they have an understanding and they understand that the food tastes good, then they're telling their customers. So now when we go in, you know, they're buying food and we had you know, customers are coming out now like, oh, I heard those nachos are bomb. I <laughs> oh, I'm making some. Yeah. So, 
yeah so that's been like it's been great for us to be able to offer that service and I'm looking for now that we have the truck you know it's even better and so now we're um, I'm looking really you know to to expand that part of the business and shout out to all of the um, salons and shout out to Twix over at Fade Em All um, he's very supportive of every time we go over there his, he and his barbers they always buy stuff from us they're like when y'all coming through you know and Fadeable Masters <laughs> looking for y'all Limited yeah Studio 702 Mary Chris Styles we got a few masterpiece barbershop we want to we have some barbershops that want to be added to the route but we can't you know i'm still building this it's only yeah. like five literally <laughs> this business is five weeks old so you know it's a lot of moving parts yeah, to what definitely. we have going on but um yeah but that's been working and so we're doing our best to i'm just like this go time it's you know gold. Have because go, go. people is go time because people need this yeah you know yes. they need to they need to know how to eat healthy it's a necessity so you know because we have the knowledge and we have the, the staff to do it i'm like let's just you know see where how where we how many lives we can touch it yeah. was exciting being downtown when you were there and seeing that you had your restaurant open mm -hmm. and you were there. Yes, <laughs> that's what I asked. It yeah. was so awesome too because there was a whole line. Like, yeah. and I mean, I'm sure there were just normal people that, oh, you know, hey, they have mac and cheese and they yes. have. Right. And I, so I was telling you the story about the mac and cheese with me. Uh -huh. And I wanted to make sure I stated that it was a good thing that I hadn't tasted your mac and cheese for like a year because it was sold out. Like I want to stress that that's a good thing. Like it's it so good that out. it was like, sold out. No mas, it's total. Yeah. You <laughs> said that every time you came to the restaurant, it was sold out. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. So we're, we we do our best to keep no, it in stock, but it's thing. yeah, no, but it seriously. does. It goes it's fast. That good. What's your favorite menu option on on your menu? My favorite menu option. I mean, the thing you'll probably find me eating the most is the coconut red lentil soup and the coconut kale salad. Okay, we gotta check those out because I think we're so stuck on our nachos and our um, <laughs> lasagna and what else? I tried the spring rolls. Those are, I make spring rolls at home mm -hmm. and those just like the flavor and the ingredients, they're simple ingredients yeah. and they're simple, like so clean and so, and yes. the together, you. it was just like fresh. Whoa. They're fresh. Thank you. They're fresh. Thank and you. I was yeah. like, cool. That's what we, that's what I strive to do is just like fresh food. Yes. You know, just like really fresh food, really um, authentic, you know, not just not too many manipulation just we Process. we we have yes. basic Process. ingredients you know we do stuff that reuse ingredients that you can definitely find in your cabinet with with the exception of maybe a few mm -hmm. that's what but i was going to ask um, do you ever have any seasonal menu i menu options that you have to buy it for the season you know that's a good um that's a good question we sometimes well our menu is pretty consistent because the fruits and vegetables that we get you can pretty much get all year round like tomatoes okay. and jicama every now and then it gets a little crazy like oh the avocados go up or something mm -hmm. but um uh for our seasonal items we're, we'll we'll be doing more seasonal items i think this year Okay. Because I haven't really like had even time to like focus on that. Our menu's been the same for a long time. Like we mm -hmm. just added. If the it mac ain't and broke, don't fix it. 
Yeah, well, like some things you just can't take off though. And we yeah. ended up just adding. I don't even think we took anything off the menu because we just couldn't think of anything that we could take off that people wouldn't be mad about. So we Man. we just added some stuff. But that's yeah. awesome. You're listening to your yes. people. You yeah, know? yeah, a lot yeah. of restaurants, a lot of businesses tend to not listen to what mm-hmm. the 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 consumer the consumer one. They're thinking right. about just their bottom line and about how they can save them some money and they're cutting corners in different places exactly. to save here and to save there. And ultimately they're losing money because they're losing business yeah. because they don't have that guest that they established that relationship with when they first started. So that's cool. Exactly. Hold on. I'm listening. To you. Oh no, you, you're good. Being a um, black business owner here in Vegas. Uh-huh. Um, have you, how have you dealt with some of your counterparts as far as, you know, non-black people, <laughs> as far as coming across the other business owners here in the community, do you have any issues um, um, networking with, you know, other- no, it's it's interesting because we're pretty we're a pretty tight knit group here in Vegas. And I think for me, um I was the second vegan restaurant to open here. Okay. Who was the first? Uh Go Vegan. Go Raw. Go oh, Raw yes. Cafe. All the go big Raw white Cafe, building which is, over here on which Rainbow. Is the same. Well, Go I don't know if they if Go Raw still open, but it's the same, I think under the same umbrella as Go Vegan if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Okay. Like they were the first. We were the second. And um, so now all the restaurants, like a lot of them coming up under, or I wouldn't say up under, but coming after us, they 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 just treat me with respect. You know, it's more so like, you know, I've been in the game a long time, and so it's nothing but love when I, and I, I always give, like, every time a vegan restaurant opens, um, well, let me not say that, because when I heard Veggie Nation was opening, I was, like, freaking out a little bit. That's only because they were around the corner yeah. from us, so I was, like, freaking out. But shout out to Chef Jono. He's an amazing person, and um, they ha- it hasn't really affected, if anything, it's probably helped ourselves, um, because they send people over to us. That's um, cool. Vice versa. So, um, but no, no, I haven't had anything. Cause like I said, I'm a loving person. You know, I don't really, I stay in my lane. I know my food, you know, my food is good. I, I cook what I can cook. I know, I know that my, um, nobody makes food like me cause I'm me, I'm individual. Right. I'm That's nobody's awesome. going to can duplicate. So there's no, never any jealousy or anything for me. I mean, other people might be jealous. I don't know. But are you stepping matter. out to any of these restaurants yourself to try? Do I try Do you other secret restaurants? Shop? Um, <laughs> your secret shop? No, usually sometimes they'll see. I I go to some rest vegan restaurants. It just depends. Like um, I can make it myself. Yeah, I, I like Taco Tarian. Oh man, a I lot. Like Taco Tarian, yeah, good too. their food is their tacos are because the first time I ate there, I was like somebody is from Mexico who owns this place. Cause I've been to Mexico and yeah. I know how them tacos, how the taco shells taste and how they authentic. <laughs> I was like, so, and then I found out that I think two or three of the owners are, are Mexican. Like, yeah. Yeah. You, yes. Yeah. So I could tell, I was like, yeah, they're, but I like stuff that I can't make myself. Okay. You know, so I, and, and I, and I don't like the fake meat products okay that, like i'm not a big fan of like the big the chicken sandwiches and i'm yeah. not you're not gonna find me ever ordering that so um unless i'm unless i might maybe at a festival i might do garden grills i might do like a little piece of it or something oh but hey. i'm like yeah garden hey. grill shout out to them too like they make that burger with the, the chicken sandwich with the actually with we never had it Ronald's before donuts yeah it's a lot but it's <laughs> like but i can eat you know I, i'll eat like a little corner <laughs> um but it's good you know what i'm saying but I, I just don't i just don't eat like that so there aren't a lot of restaurants that really cook that really prepare um items that are that are you know within my lifestyle yeah so like i really eat like plants so i i like japanese food i eat um thai 
I Ooh, eat, you know, I eat like stuff that's authentic. Yes. That I just, it's, I don't, I like Ethiopian. That's okay. one of my favorite things. Eat Lucy's over there. On they have Flamingo. vegan. All I get is a veggie platter. I don't even know what else. I've never even looked at an Ethiopian restaurant. I mean, a menu. Because okay. I just get the veggie platter because it's always, the, it's pretty much the same. But the veggie platter is, have you had Ethiopian? Have you had Lucy's? I have not. My, my barber tells me to go there all the time. You He's Ethiopian. Go. Oh my God. It's so good. And we, oh. It's right there on Decatur, right? It's on Flamingo and Decatur, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Flamingo and Decatur, yeah. right by um the... Right behind that It's that little shopping center. Yeah, yeah it's so about. good. And so I tend to go to ethnic restaurants to That's eat. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Instead of eating... Gotta support, you got to support the yes. local restaurants here in town, yeah, especially being plant-based. Right, exactly. And I try to, you know, so, like I like to go to restaurants that are owned by the ethnicity in which they're... <laughs> yes a lot of times you know like it's you don't want to go to asian and see our chinese <laughs> our mexican <laughs> and see an asian person no offense I mean, to anybody no, no, right. offense. no offense, not. but you know you want to you, you want know, the authenticity yeah. yeah like that's why i like chef kenny's uh uh sushi so yes. much because i can't i just saw him at home at uh, uh what is it restaurant depot the other day too <laughs> happened to be in the line like he was right in front of me like it was really cool i like chef kenny yeah he's and, super uh, nice yeah we had his vegans we had the other day his steak roll he has a steak the sushi uh, a sushi yeah, yeah. it was amazing he, his sushi is so good and i don't know how to make sushi and I, and so because I, and so that means i can go someplace and make and get something that i don't know how to make like mm-hmm. yeah like he his sauces are on point yeah. the presentation like you got it he got it yeah so, so with you being plant-based does your mom and them are they plant-based us, as well yeah my mom is plant-based it's, it's like friendly Okay. <laughs> my family's plant-based friendly okay. i'm the only i was the only like strict vegan forever um but my family's really healthy my mom you know shout out to her because when i was younger first of all i went to a school from kindergarten to eighth grade that served only vegetarian lunches oh that's amazing oh, wow. so we need more of that, like, that here in yeah, america exactly so the school wow. i went to was called nataki taliba it was um um a private like west african-based school okay in um detroit okay and i um I got a really great like foundation there, of course, including the plant. I mean, including the plant base. And so, I, like even growing up, like I like veggie dogs better than I like regular hot dogs. Mm-hmm. So my mother okay. would always because I was exposed to it, and then I taste both of them. And like me being that natural plant yeah. base, you know, I was like, ooh, this hot dog you don't taste right, but I like this plant base. You know, <laughs> other kids look at you weird, like the fuck. <laughs> exactly. Well, all the kids there were oh, kind of around the same thing so too. So we sense. all, yeah, we all had the same like diet, the same, you know, everything thing so at any rate um so my mom's always been like plant-based friendly so she's had like we used to have pork chops one day and then we'd have tofu stir fry the next day but it would be homemade you know it would be it wouldn't be from we wouldn't eat mcdonald's a lot of eating mm-hmm. out and all that sisters stuff. and brothers I have a brother. He's Were they old, pissed he's off younger. when they had tofu the next no, day? No, <laughs> my brother. Cool. My brother is like really, really healthy, okay. health conscious. Yeah, he lives in Atlanta, and he's real health conscious too. Oh, he's he's like better than go. me. Some a lot of times because he can fast. Like he'll do a juice fast for like two weeks or like <laughs> seven days even, and won't eat and just do juices. I'm like, Shh, I can't wait I can't to go to Atlanta. I've been checking out this one restaurant called Slutty Vegan that I've been wanting yeah, to Slutty try. Vegan, that burger that they have <laughs> that like, burger look good. I, I would I would smash that burger. Dude, <laughs> I see that burger. I'm like, I hit them up one day on the IG, like, hey, y'all ever come to Vegas for a festival or anything? <laughs> yeah. And they reply back like, they're targeted more towards black right yeah, now, yeah, trying yeah, to exactly. trying, trying to develop to the message to black. So they're like, we're not really plans on coming to the West Coast right now. Not not that we know of right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, that sucks because they're like. 
you guys she didn't say they that but you guys the, have a yeah, lot of vegans out there i heard they i think they use the they either use the impossible or the beyond meat burger but i heard that what they do is they just make they have this amazing bread that they found like some vegan hawaiian bread and Ooh. then um uh, and then they make all their sauces so it just when you oh, see okay. the like the burger i want that burger Dude. like i'm not really big on like i said the flank the fake meat stuff but yeah. i will do a veggie burger okay i'll do that yeah so that one looks Good. One thing that's growing on me is the whole black bean burger. I'm trying mm-hmm. to understand. I don't like black bean burgers. They're just dry <laughs> as shit to me. You need I to can, try a good one. one. I can yes. see one like a restaurant and bring one out. I'm like, that shit looks good. And I bite into it. I'm like, this shit is fucking dry <laughs> as fuck. I'm like, <laughs> I, can, I, I can honestly go like this and blow out powder. <laughs> that's how I feel. It crumbles in your hand. <laughs> right. It does. That's oh, awesome. Man. Do yeah. you feel like you cook more at home than you eat out? Is or do you try to? And does he learn or is he him in the being Zion? You, yes, yeah, sorry. Being Zion. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so my mom cooks a lot. Thank goodness. When she was gone for these three weeks, me and Zion ate terribly. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, I I could, but the time for me, you know, like by right, the time I right. c- I'm come home. So the way my lifestyle is now, thank goodness I have my mom because she honestly does most of the cooking for dinner. For breakfast, I'm usually up early. The restaurant doesn't open till eleven, you know, okay, so I yeah. can usually so I can usually do breakfast. And so yeah, we we have our I I usually you know we eat breakfast at home. Um, and we eat mostly dinner at home. Every now and then we'll go out. But, um, yeah, we mostly eat at home. And I like eating at home. My mom knows how to cook. She's bomb in the kitchen. Um, and then when I do cook, or, or what, I use, what I do, too, is I'll take some of the stuff that we got where we do for our meal prep. Okay. And um, I'll take that home. And okay. Just eat that. So I'll make extra. You know, that way I'm not cooking twice. You know, okay. so that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, we are meal prep too. We're really wanting to push that more because, like I said, people we are actually lowering the price too. In the next couple of days, we'll let people know we're, we're lowering the price on that, just because it might be out of people's price range. But we want to make sure that people are definitely eating and getting healthy meals. So um, that's one thing that I'll probably be pushing a little bit more. I think that's a big misconception about plant based lifestyle and veganism lifestyle is that a lot of us, a lot of our friends, ask us how do you eat? It's so expensive. I'm like, not really. Mm-hmm. If you, when you eat a, um, what is it? Like the, the burgers right. beyond burgers, mm-hmm. it gets expensive. Yeah. But if you eat your standard vegetables that you go to the store and buy, it's not, it's expensive. not, it's actually mm-hmm. least expensive than you buying. It is. Of fucking closet. I said closet, <laughs> a closet full of ground beef, a fridge full of ground beef, you know, He's cool. Okay. Cool. okay go ahead. <laughs> um, it's like I don't understand how people say that. Like, oh, it's so expensive. How do you change that narrative to people? How can you, mm. you know, drill not drill it, but, but you know, show ch- people. I mean, just by telling them what you just said, because people don't usually know. And then I tell people, just go look at the, look at the difference in the prices of stuff. And and then again, it's like learning how to cook again because people don't really know how to cook from plants. So they think that they have to have the package or the, you know, the, you, so it's really just teaching people how to cook all over. Like jackfruit, jackfruit is amazing. Oh, oh my shit. And jackfruit is cheap as hell. Like you go into the Asian market, and oh, and jackfruit know. is like $2 and yes. you can get four servings out of that, you know, and you can make like, oh, I just came out this, came with this recipe. I taught a private cooking class at my house. And um, she was just one person and she wanted to, you know, pay just for her. And I made a um, and she wanted Mediterranean food and she was from 
she's Middle Eastern. So I'm like, how am I going to teach somebody from the Middle East how to teach how, about their own cuisine? And she wanted, but what she, what she really wanted was she didn't know, want to know how to make hummus and stuff. She wanted to know the substitutes. Okay. And so um, I was going to do a cauliflower gyro for her, but I ended up not doing that. I did, which we could have done, which is really good, by the way. Um, or, but I did a jackfruit gyro. And so I took the jackfruit and sauteed it in like all these spices and then put it in the oven and just let it like kind of congeal, like, no, not congeal. It's not the way it just got like a little drier, but it was just, man, it was so delicious. I was like, oh my God, we had to put this on the menu somehow. Our our first, I think it's on our meal prep menu. I think I put it on there because it was so good. Our Um, first experience with jackfruit was amazing, but it was so complicated. Really? We went to the Asian store. Oh, no, y'all didn't buy that big old jacket. <laughs> no, no. We were sitting here fucking high as fuck. Like, how the hell do you make this? Because when we bought it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, this is jackfruit that everybody's on the internet is talking about. No. Well, we're I mean, it to, is, but you get it in a can. As we were better. looking to make barbecue pork sliders. Yeah. yeah and yeah. we got it. We got it here. And we cut it open. And we're getting it. And we cooked it in some new Tupperware. And... That shit got like the stickiness all yeah. over every fucking thing. Everything in our house, on our kitchen was sticky as shit. <laughs> we honestly threw out the pan. It had our house smelling for a few days. Oh my God. <laughs> I was it like. It smells really interesting. I didn't think. I mean, it looks interesting. It's all yeah. spiky. You yeah, think, yeah, okay, yeah, it yeah. might smell interesting too, but it doesn't taste like it smells and that smell no. lingered and i yes. was like oh my that's gosh that's so funny <laughs> oh my gosh no i've never really like worked with jack like the big jackfruit by my i've seen it being worked with but i've never i was like oh no i'm not that i'm gonna avoid this yeah i'm like we just come to we it. definitely learned our lesson yes <laughs> so i just have a few more questions yeah, before yeah, we this. end this podcast mm-hmm. I know you are very open about consuming cannabis. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about cooking with cannabis? How does that play a role yeah, in your life? I love cooking with cannabis. Because I noticed that you had another, um, another, what was it, Instagram that was a mm-hmm. cannabis related, that mm-hmm. was infused. Yeah. Dive into that for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Yeah. So how do I feel about cooking with cannabis? I love cooking with cannabis. As a matter of fact, I have some infused coconut oil that sits on my counter. Oh. And um, I should have brought you all some. Next time, I'll bring y'all some. Um, And I just, when I'm heating up something that I'm eating, or if I'm every now and then, or if I'm, you know, just have it there, like it's just a condiment, like salt. Yeah. You know, you just got it there, your little cannabis oil, and you can just saute it in with some pesto and whatever. So you make your own kind of... Herb. I make my own. Yeah, I take the shake, I decarb it. It's a whole six, seven, eight-hour process, whatever. I <laughs> yeah. teach the yes. temperature. I have the whole... I do the whole thing. You know the whole... Every- I know the whole thing. And so, yeah, that's... A, Cooking with cannabis is like my biggest thing. So healing with plant-based food and healing through plant-based, you know, like healing through plant-based medicine, which I think cannabis is, is one of my things too. So making plant-based foods that are infused with cannabis is like, I want a whole line of products, you know? So we're working on that. I have a couple of friends that want to get together and explore that, that industry, um, that part of the industry. And so I'm, I'm building a team around that right now. Um, because I told my business partner, we're not doing anything without building a team yes. ever again. Right. Cause it's too much work for me. I gotta, you know, I gotta, I got a five year old. And it's good that I have him too, because I don't think if I didn't have him, I probably wouldn't set as many boundaries. Right. I'd probably just be like, you know, it's cool. I can go here. I can go there and run myself crazy, but I have to think about him, you know? So it, 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 it forces provides me a balance. To slow down. Yeah. It forces me to slow down. Should 
regulations change, would you ever consider opening a restaurant with Infuse? Yes, I would love to <laughs> open up a restaurant so with Infuse. Cool. That would yes, be fucking yes, the yes. shit right there. I would, yes. That would, let me tell you something. That just gave me chills. That would be like one of my ultimate goals is just to have an Infuse vegan it would, oh be my gosh. it would be yes. dynamic. And it would be dynamic. And the food that I could be, put um, on the menu, because like even the stuff that you all taste at the restaurant is such a small microcosm of what we can make. Because we're in a 288 square foot space. But if we had a bigger restaurant, game over. I tell you, game over. There's no way in the world. And I don't want to say anybody would be able to compete because I don't think there's competition. But it's confidence. Far, our our food is, you know, if I'm able, when I'm able to, because we want to open a second location. So you never know. By the time we open a second location, people may be. Maybe yeah. it'll maybe, be a, maybe. maybe it'll be a thing. You know, we'll see. The way things are happening now, I don't put anything like anything could happen. So yeah, that's definitely awesome. want to do that. I love cooking with cannabis. I love cannabis. It's just a beautiful plant that's bought brought me a lot of revelation, and um, I have a beautiful relationship with it. You know, like we were saying, we don't think that a lot of you were saying that um, you don't think that a lot of people use it as medicine. They think mm -hmm. they're just getting high. You know, yes. I don't even say I'm getting high. I don't use that terminology. I say I'm elevating. Yes. Usually because that's what I'm doing, you yes. know, and doing it um, deliberately and doing it with intention. You know, whatever you do, you have to do with intention. So when I'm doing it, I'm not just like, oh, I'm just going to get high. A lot of times I'm just like, well, just how do I want to feel? Because last night I rolled. It was funny. Last night I rolled up. And then I was like, I don't feel like smoking this. And I went to sleep because I didn't, yeah, I didn't, <laughs> didn't it was a, yeah. I didn't need it. Yeah. I just, you know, I was like, I don't even, I rolled it because I was going to go and smoke it. And I was like, oh, I'm cool. And then I just went to sleep and I felt good when I woke up and, you know, it's, I smoke when I feel it, not just come out if I'm like trying to. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. How long have you been smoking for? I have been consuming cannabis for a long time. Consistently though, like with an intention and with the whole Probably about four years, four years. But um, before, I'm, I've always smoked cannabis. I've smoked cannabis since college. So how was it when you had Zion incorporating cannabis into your lifestyle? Did you, because I find out a lot of parents, like I have a buddy right now who, shout out to Kramer. He, mm -hmm. um, He's like, oh, bro, I want to smoke. I'm like, all right, smoke. He's like, oh, I can't. I got, I ain't going to say his kid name, but I got, uh, I got the kid here. And, you know, we think about that as well when we have our kid because people are like, it's going to change. You're like, you, it's going to change you up. And how did you go about that, you know, being, you know, a big cannabis yeah, consumer? consumer. Um, well, before I was pregnant, I wasn't a huge cannabis consumer. So it wasn't like I was not how I am now. Okay. Um, so I didn't really start smoking. Like Zion's five, and I started smoking cannabis consistently for like at, like four years ago. So the way I deal with it now, I did, so it wasn't anything that I had to like change my lifestyle. I just kind of incorporated it into my lifestyle. So the way I do it now is, um, I mean, every he may see me smoking. I don't think there's anything wrong with him seeing me consume. I don't consume in the house. I consume outside, you know, okay. in the backyard. And, and he understands. He's seen me rolling it before. Yes. He, um... Because I don't want to make it anything weird. You know, I grew up him. with both of my parents smoking, so right. I used to so steal weed from my mom. So it was—it's <laughs> not weird for me. I think right. nowadays people just look at it as being weird. Like I even tell her when we have our kids, I'm not gonna hide it because, like, right here in this tent is mm -hmm. a plant that we're growing right mm -hmm. here. I love and that. Yeah. I'm not gonna. It should be on at nine o'clock any minute now. By the way, uh, I'm not gonna hide it, you know, mm -hmm. whatsoever from my kids. So it's cool to see someone like you who's successful at what they're doing, mm -hmm. who's very open at what they do, because right. a lot of people tend to hide it and like, oh no, I can't. 
I'm successful. Yeah. I can't show my the community that I do this because mm-hmm. it may turn away people. Or do you ever fear for that that you may Absolutely turn away those people not. that don't consume? If you don't consume then and you and you mad about it, then you don't definitely don't need to be around me. We're not gonna vibe. <laughs> any, we're not gonna vibe. We're not even on the same vibration. Like, go ahead and do what you do and drink your Hennessy or whatever. Uh, and I don't drink like that. Either, pop your Xanax. Yeah, pop yeah. your whatever you makes you do you what do you. But fortunately, the majority of my friends are cannabis consumers, just because I think um, they just we just all understand it, and I think because I don't have that fear like I don't I don't really care what people think that's another mm-hmm. thing and I the older I get the less I care about what people think and that's another thing the more as an entrepreneur you really can't you gotta like stay focused and stay in your bubble and stay so yeah when people say they don't consume the usually is they don't want it's not that they want they don't want to hang out they just like I'm I don't consume and that's fine but generally I don't hang around people that don't consume I'm okay. like, we're not gonna like dating I've tried to date a guy that didn't consume and it just didn't work didn't understand it's such a you. big part of, yeah it's such a big part of my life that it wouldn't it's not I was like this is not going to <laughs> hey we gotta go somewhere well I gotta smoke before we go real quick just just give me like or like let's smoke before we go to the movie like that kind of thing yeah. you know, my thing is yo let's let's smoke before we go let's plan we're gonna go to the movies we're gonna go out to eat we're gonna smoke a little bit first but then you smoking and he not and then he's complaining because it's on your breath and I'm like whatever oh you know like, yeah, you want to yeah. kiss on me like uh-huh. right. yeah, it's like nah man and it's just oh, not fun shit. you know it's only fun with so whoever I know whoever I date I yeah, definitely it's definitely a social a that's yeah, why social it was awesome when I found out that she was okay with it cause like <laughs> when we first when I first met her mm-hmm. she wasn't like a consumer she did in the past but she wasn't like anti I hid it from her for like a minute I didn't <laughs> no, like no did not I knew that you were smoking on the day that we got well, the uh, movies well apparently I thought I was hiding it apparently I wasn't <laughs> no, hiding most it most of the time you think you're hiding it or not that's why it's not even cool you don't even have to hide it so that's hilarious but no so going back to even Zion walking in I don't um, hide it from him I think that if you have a child um, you just need to let him know. I let him know that it's mommy's medicine and it's not for children because there's other things in the house that aren't for him either. You know, that he, that are just for adults. And he understands that like same thing with you drink around your kids. You have like a little liquor or whatever. Yeah. You, you don't give it to them, you know? And so he understands that it's for adults. He understands. Um, and even, you know, Oh, you have your medicine. Okay. And he's, he doesn't, it doesn't, he doesn't ask. It's like, whatever. It's just a part of That's our cool. lifestyle. So yeah, just don't make it weird and it won't be. So when you have kids, yeah, just incorporate. I mean, just let them know it's what it's what you do. It's well, be, before we made this podcast room into a podcast, this mm-hmm. was actually a grow room. We had uh-huh. three tents in here. Wow! I had a, the tent right here. Yeah. I had a tent here, and I had a tent here. Uh-huh. And when my daughter came out um, about a year or two ago, I actually brought her in here. And I was working on the plants with her. And I was like, this oh, is what awesome. I'm in here doing. Cause mm-hmm. Like one day she was like curious. I was that parent mm-hmm. that, hey, I'm going to the room back here. You know, if you need me, just come knock on the door. Don't come in. <laughs> right. And then it was kind of weird because I don't want my daughter. She's 13. Yeah. I don't want her thinking like I'm like some serial killer. That I'm right, in here like right, right. holding people. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? The wife was at work. I'm like, hey, come here. I'm going to show you what I'm actually in here doing right, right now. That's good. And yeah. she was like, oh, so they're plants. And she didn't understand she like didn't what they were. Right. Yeah. So for me education. to get the opportunity to educate her, it was an opportunity as a father to sit there and say, That's okay, beautiful. I just taught her something that she right. wasn't aware of. Right. So it's cool to see parents like yourself awesome. who are open to cannabis mm-hmm. and their kids are aware and they're going to be aware when they get older. But no, that's awesome. I, um, like I said, with, with kids, it's in, I don't even see how parents get through 
life without meditation and marijuana. <laughs> I always say that meditation. Yes. Like how do you how do you 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 almost need it? Two compliments each other. They do. Compliments each other. I yeah. love the part that I just walked in on. <laughs> <laughs> Meditation and uh, marijuana, the M&M's. Well, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, you have any questions to wrap up the podcast, babe, before mm, we end this one? Mm-hmm. I think it was definitely just that cannabis part because it was we had the event that we saw you at yeah. um, at UNLV, and it was really cool to see you because we're a huge fan of you. Oh, yous, thank you. And yes. we love your restaurant. Oh, and so you. seeing you and you were being actively part of a cannabis event yes i was like whoa no way she just got so much (laughs) i am so into i'm so into it and oh you were asking about 422 our fine dining dinner experience yes yes oh yes 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 so we started a uh it's called foreign it was called 420 um and it was a playoff 420 by chef stacy dugan and it was a play off of of course the National, my favorite holiday, because I don't really do holidays, but I do that holiday. And um, it's for, but what it is, it's a fine dining dinner experience infused with CBD. I want to do THC, of course, but we had to do CBD because I'm still technically a company and can't get in trouble Mm -hmm. with the federal government. So um, we were just doing CBD infused, but it was four courses, 20 guests. That's where 420 came from. So it's very intimate dining experience. And um, we create, I would create four courses. Um, Usually it was be a salad. um, What we do soup salad, then entree, then then dessert. Okay. And each one would be themed. So I did like, um, we did like an elements theme. So we did one, one of the dishes was centered around fire, one around water, earth, air. Like we had, we did one was a music theme. So I chose like songs that had food in them, food lyrics or names. Oh. And then we would have the song play as the food was being brought out. And this is fine dining. Remember my, my background when I was at, when I learned how to do fine dining. Okay. Yes. And then my business partner, McKinney is really skilled at like decoration. Like she knows how to lay out a table really nicely and elegant. And so um, we would have our 20 guests come and sit around the table. And then our, we would have servers come and they would come, you know, put, down on the left pick up from the right we had it all like laid out we would do vegan wine and hors d'oeuvres in the beginning of the dinner we were charging 125 dollars a seat for that and then um we ended up having to lower the price a little bit (laughs) uh, because we weren't i think because it was just kind of new nobody in vegas was doing that Mm -hmm. and so we lowered the price but um we stopped doing we did it for like maybe six months and it got a tremendous response we actually booked a couple of private events from that like people invited us into their homes and were like can you do the same experience in my home for like eight people and so we would do that and we would do like and then I would come out so the way that would work is um, as each course was being served I would come out um, and I would explain the course and explain how the CBD was infused and then we would let them know like how many milligrams and um, like if the CBD was infused in the sauce or if it was infused in whatever I would let them know and then um, they would eat and then we'd pick up the plates and then we put down the next course and I would come out and explain the next course it was a beautiful experience it's an experience and that's what we and then it, it was and it's we are going to definitely start it back up but we stopped it only because i didn't have a team around it so again it's build that team building because it was it was me and my business partner picking out the menu doing the shopping doing the prepping doing the cooking picking, taking setting up this the, and we had like staff but we needed people to take departments like i need we need a setup department where you yeah. just set up i don't have to worry about it you know where we need a shopping and then somebody's going to do the prep so um we are building a team around it somebody to do the marketing that was another thing we were trying to do the marketing too and i'm like we can't do all this and it's um 
it it started to not be fun anymore because it was just way too much work. And so um, I definitely now, especially now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, wow, we really need to do these dinners <laughs> again. What goes into building a winning team in your eyes? Um, hmm. Setting your intention and just like saying like now that I say I want a team around and just seeing who you have around, you know, that can help talking to people, telling them what you're doing, asking for help. You know, because a lot of people just don't ask. Uh, a lot of times I wasn't asking, but now that like if someone comes in there, like just mention that they're in a certain area and I know that I need help in that area, then I just, you know, I'll ask or say something. We have a lot of people who will volunteer with us for free, too, as we're building things. So thank goodness for that. Um, but, yeah, that was the dining experience. And so um, it was great. We got people who would come, you know, two or three times um, in a row, like two or three months in a row. And um, we we got a standing ovation for the music one. They just loved that's like awesome. it was. Yeah, it was great. And so um, that's another thing that I want to do. So many things to do. So many options <laughs> in Las Vegas to just do things like. And so that was the thing is creating an experience for people around cannabis because people were coming in there consuming. But where do you go? Vegas is an experience city. Yes. So where do you go to get a full experience? And that's the thing we would we would make it exclusive too, so people would pay and they would not know the location of the dinner until the morning of you be oh. sent the email yeah so, so you sitting there it. waiting you're like, sitting there waiting you don't know where it's gonna be and it would always be in like places that people don't even know about to this day we would find like little places we found we we, we did it at a, um the only black owned art gallery in las vegas that a lot of people don't know about and they had just had they had a, a west african exhibit so we did the color purple theme so it was perfect so we were able to they allowed us to use the entire top floor and we laid out the and it was like African work artwork all around and wow. we had a purple thing it was just amazing and one time we had it at this place called the Doyle a lot of people don't know about the Doyle but it's a um a, a, a old like I'm talking about old ass building like that you know because a lot of structures in Vegas they just knocked down yeah. this one has been built I mean it's been around for 50 60 some odd years and they turned turned they were able to preserve it the, um, Mary Lou and I forgot oh her husband Steve and they were able to preserve and they're artists they're from Brooklyn New York and they just put their own thing into this and the I love the Doyles one of my favorite venues and it's like you go down a dirt you literally don't think you're in the right place because you're going down a dirt road oh, and then shit. you're looking and you pull into the, like this little area and then you walk into this like building as soon as you, and then when you walk in you're like oh it's like it's like really Historic. Has historic old look but it's still modern they, they're artists so they have artwork and it's just amazing so where is this at where is the door it's off a of city in like bonneville not not bonneville city and uh like uh what is that street bonanza is that okay. washington okay i don't know it's like it's a place where you have to draw a <laughs> drive by a junkyard okay and then when you drive by the junkyard the car junkyard then the next Places nice. the building. That's why you would never know never it's know. there. Yeah, but it's low key. Yeah, low key. And so we would find places like that. In the cut. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> it feels exclusive, you know, because nobody knows about it except the people. And then we wouldn't allow any um, filming. We didn't allow oh. people to. We told people to put their phones away and just put them on vibrate because we wanted people to experience each other. Right. And then I wanted to control the um media content too even though we weren't doing a lot for marketing i knew that i wanted to control the images and sometimes when you have people that are just snapping pictures of their food you don't know how it's going to turn out they post it on instagram it doesn't make it 
you know appealing. exciting appealing yeah. anymore yeah and then because of the angles they're getting you're like i wouldn't have with the restaurant that. stuff some few times people take pictures and i'm like thank you the thought was good but the lighting was off and you know <laughs> thank yeah. you but you know i appreciate them taking pictures but sometimes the pictures just aren't good yeah and so and then so it's you know it was twofold it was handling making sure that the images were images that i wanted um that we wanted and then um also making sure that people experience each other because when you're on your phone and you're taking pictures and you're not experiencing the food you're, your, you're not right. really i wanted people to be present you know and and really have fun with that so that it's, it was good and we would love we're going to start it again we may start it in may I mean, April. We were thinking Ooh, about April. Hey, that'd be perfect for my birthday, April 18th. <laughs> April 18th, yeah. Oh, April 18th is your birthday? Yes. Oh, that's a good weekend. Right. I love it. Air, <laughs> I'm an Aries, weekend. and then it's on the weekend of 420. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a yeah, 420 that's an amazing weekend. weekend. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> you have fun. Right. Well, it's definitely been a pleasure having you here with Thank us you. tonight, Chef Stacy. Thank you so much. We're going much. to end the podcast like we always do with one simple question that we like to ask yes. every single guest. Yes. We give you 30 seconds to send a message to the world. What would your message be? Oh, let me think about that for just one second. Think about it. Take your time. To the world. And this important message right now for the world. Um, I would tell the world, and it's really just a summation of what I've been saying this whole time, but um, just to, in everything that you do, find your happiness. And find whatever it is that you want for your life and focus on that. Don't focus on what you don't want because what you don't want is always going to come about. Focus on what you do want and um, maintain your peace, maintain your balance. Meditation is key. Really, it is. <laughs> and uh, and just know, you know, I would tell the world that all is well. You know, be easy. All is well. Have fun with this. Nothing serious going on, even though it feels like it is. It's just that there's so much attention on it. That's the only reason why it feels so intense. Because when you have a collective world globally focused on one thing, it's going to vibrate higher. Mm-hmm. Until, or I wouldn't say higher. It's going to continue to vibrate until... People just can't take it in the morning, like, you know, start withdrawing just because they can't take the fear anymore. You know, I, I hope that it doesn't get to that because I don't think it has to. But um, I would just let people know that the world, you know, is is spinning in perfect proximity with all the other planets and the sun and the moon. Everything is perfect. And even though it doesn't seem like it here, it is. Yeah, it's real. It's real because I want people to be soothed and know that, you know. They don't have to worry because a lot of fear. Where can the people find you at? You can find us at all the social media platforms are at Simply Pure LV and then at Chef Stacy Dugan. You should probably follow the restaurant though because. You should definitely um, follow, the follow the restaurant. <laughs> follow the restaurant. No offense to her personal account, but personal if you like food or... porn and you like all you want, make sure fuck following you guys go down to Container yes, Park yes. and support the restaurant. It's simply pure. It's on the bottom level on as you right walk side. in on the right side. You will yes. not miss it. It's actually located next to a pretty another awesome shop that um it's right there in the good level. Just put it like that. <laughs> so definitely go buy support. Where Thank can they you. find the food truck you just started? Is where are you guys at? We are still figuring it out. We literally got that food truck like two weeks ago. And we've okay. already done three events, two or three events. So we're just like, okay, what are we doing with this thing? So we okay. eventually are going to create a schedule for the food truck where people can come and check us out. We're just not sure what's happening now. So we're just trying to see, you know, what's right. happening with everything. Right. We, I don't know. But well, it's coming, it's guys. Given us, but it's giving us time to plan, yes. actually. Yes. 
so when you know everything's gold and we're go so we're we're figuring it out but we'll definitely let you know just follow at simply pure lv and you know um Everything will be on there. Awesome. Sure. Well, thank once again, so Chef Stacy, thank you All for right. coming through thank tonight. Thank you for having me. It was fun. I'm your host, Davion. I'm Leilani. <laughs> Stacy, Stacy Dugan, Chef Stacy Dugan. Hey, y'all heard it here <laughs> first. Thank you guys for joining us. Shout out to any new listeners that's joined us. We appreciate y'all. Have and a good And thank you to the listeners that have continued to listen. Yeah. Yes, thank you guys. Thank you. And we out.